Good morning. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. This topic was uh, submitted by a listener. When your partner is struggling, how do you help them? Do you jump in to rescue them? Do you offer them a shoulder to cry on? Or do you do one better and ask them, how can I be a help to you? Would you like me to come up with a solution or would you like me to uh, be with you and comfort you while you are just feeling the feels. And that really does help to eliminate a lot of uh, arguments and stress. Some people feel the instant urge to solve other people's problems. Again, we've talked about this. My mother calls that rescue syndrome and I suffer from it. I am the world's worst, I swear. You know, I hear of somebody with a need in my brain automatically shifts into how can I solve that problem for them, even at my own expense. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about sanity, the most important thing. And, you know, when, when you have people like that, um, we actually can be a little overbearing, should I say at times a bit much maybe because we instantly want to solve the problem. And sometimes, truthfully, they don't want the problem solved. They just want you to hear them. They want you to hear them. They want you to acknowledge them. They want you to maybe even empathize with them, uh, sympathize with them. But, you know, they're maybe not really looking for you to solve the problem. And, And honestly, sometimes the issue can't be solved. I remember years ago, it's probably been... I don't know, 2017, um, you know, I had a little bit of a struggle there uh, for a hot minute or two because um, my husband was very sick and suddenly our whole world was upside down the whole rest of the day. I couldn't even tell you what happened the rest of the day, much less the rest of the, you know, weeks and months that followed. I mean, it was just like, you know, someone took a kid's toy box and just dumped it everywhere, all the little bits and pieces everywhere. And, you know, I was fine with rescuing and saving him from the issues. I was fine with doing all that he needed done to survive this, this challenge. I was fine with not, um, you know, not having my regular routine in my regular life. All those things were fine. Where I struggled was that literally not one single time, uh, in that immediate few months did anybody ask how I was because it was a lot. I mean, a lot. I wasn't sleeping. Uh, if he was up, I was up. I mean, it was round the clock and I still had to work by the way. Um, and so, you know, it was a lot on my shoulders. It was a lot emotionally. And so there was no solution to the problem that I was going to be comfortable with. Yes. Uh, people did offer, would you like me to come, you know, let you go home and rest and I'll stay with Dan? No, I don't want you to do my job for me. I want to do my job. But what I really would have loved is if someone had said, Nicole, I I just want you to know, I see you, I can imagine, or I can only imagine, uh, and 
if if I can ever be of a, a listening board for you or a shoulder or just, you know, God forbid, tongue in cheek, give you a hug. But that didn't happen for many, many months because it was truly like a all hands on deck kind of situation. And uh, again, that could be your loved one. That could be your, your best friend. That could be a family member, your daughter, your son. And so the question really that could solve a lot of uh, later problems, emotional problems, arguments and fights, how can I help you? What, you know, my friend Melissa says this exact sentence all the time. What can I do that looks the most like help for you? And so, you know, she's really saying, do you want me to take this problem off your plate? Do you want me to find someone else to do this? Do you want me to just listen and give you a hug? Do you want me to answer a question you have or ponder a conundrum that you have or help you with whatever? And that one thing really could help many people navigate life's challenges. The challenges are still going to happen. We all have problems, but how you handle them really is what makes all the difference. And so, you know, there have been times, um, where, you know, in the last 50 years, you know, that were specifically in the last, I'll say 28 years that, um, my daughter or my husband has had a issue, a challenge. And my immediate action is a call to action. Like, let me fix this, whatever it is, whatever I have to do, let me handle this situation. And sometimes it caused more harm than good. Sometimes that overbearingness was more uh, disturbing and challenging than the challenge itself. And sometimes solving the problem looked less like I cared than asking, how can I help you? What looks the most like help? Do you want me to sit and talk with you and give you some comfort? Or do you want me to put my thinking cap on and find a solution? And in so doing, uh, you know, this goes back along with, I've done podcasts on Um, parenting adult children and how that looks more like a mentorship than a parenting situation. You know, when you have adult children, uh, which is kind of an oxymoron statement, but you know, they are free thinkers. They're able to do for themselves and their wants and their needs and their goals for their life may not be what you want or need or have goals of their life for them. But the important thing is it's their life. And so, you know, we owe them the opportunity to think for themselves, do for themselves. But uh, one of the biggest disservices I did as a parent uh, to, uh, you know, teen on up was I solved all of her problems for her. And it wasn't that... um, it wasn't that it was necessarily the wrong thing to do, but it wasn't the best thing to do because the best thing would have been letting her learn to do and solve and be 
on her own. And that built confidence. So when I finally got a clue, I had to buy one. When I finally got a clue, I realized every time I solved this problem for her, I was actually hurting her. And I was denying her the opportunity to learn to be without me. And her whole life is intended to be without me. Uh, you know, that's what we do. We raise our children up to the kind of people we want them to be. Ideally, we want them to be contributors to society and successful in whatever endeavors they choose and able to stand on their own two feet. Those are the big things we ask for from our children. And so when I kept rescuing her and solving her problem, I was not letting her figure out how to do that on her own learn how to do that on her own and build confidence and self-esteem in her abilities to do that on her own. And so we did have some battles and some butting of the heads and, you know, she's trying to spread her wings and fly. And here I am going behind her clip, 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 because it's too dangerous. I don't, I'm not ready for you to fly yet because you don't know how to do this or you don't know how to do that but she'll learn. And she would have learned a lot sooner had I not been riding behind her with my clippers clipping all those wings. And that would have solved that problem. Well, the same can be said with your spouse. You know, if they have had an issue, a challenge or whatever, rather than automatically deciding you are responsible for finding the solution and rescuing them from this problem, but instead taking a breath and asking literally as a respectful adult to one adult to another, how can I help? Do you want me to help you come up with a solution or do you want me to, you know, listen to you and be a good sounding board? What looks the most like help to you? And they may not know at the moment, or they may initially say, I just need to get this off my chest. And later they may say, you know, I could really use your help coming up with some ideas for this because I know you've experienced X, Y, Z. But if you automatically go in guns a blazing, you know, all over them running rodshod and, you know, really being quite overbearing and, uh, anybody who knows me, I know they're laughing, shaking their head. Yes, I know that's me. I am a lot. Um, you know, it, causes challenges and problems and really compounds issues that aren't necessary if you just stop, take a breath and ask, how can I help you? What looks the most like help? What would be the most helpful for you right now? And again, they're free to change their mind later. They may you know, after they've sat on it and stewed in it a little while, mulled it over, maybe even come up with some, you know, general plans for themselves, they may double back and say, okay, I think I've got a good idea of how I want to, you know, go forward from this. Can we, can we sit and talk about it or, you know, challenges and that kind of thing? My husband is really good at that. Uh, he doesn't, really try to rescue me from my issues, but he is a good listener and he does, um, he asks, I remember years ago, he heard me on the phone with a client and rather than just 
blurting out what he thought I should have done differently. He said, can I make a suggestion? And I said, well, sure, anytime. Because again, you know, I don't have all the answers. I am very good at what I do, but I don't have all the answers. And so he made a suggestion and in theory, that suggestion would have been great. It, the system really wasn't set up for that. So it wasn't applicable, but the approach was really key rather than saying you should do this, or if you would do this, this is what would happen without really knowing. He asked, can I make a suggestion? Can I share a thought with you? And, you know, again, later when I was going through the master's program, which was very challenging for me. And, uh, I had a professor that I really just, she and I were not going to be friends. And that was very evident from the very first paper on. Um, and so I had a lot of emotional struggles with that particular class because she just, oh, I don't even have words for that woman. And I was in tears quite a lot that semester because she was just so, much. And, you know, my husband just sat there and listened and gave me a hug. And I I know you can do this, this, this too will pass. You're going to get through this. And so, you know, that suggestion that came to me from a listener is really ideal because it's so applicable in so many aspects of our life, whether it's with our adult children or even our teens, because again, you know, let's not forget, they think we were born old. So, you know, we have no idea what it's like in high school, or we have no idea what it's like these days when really people have not evolved that much. And quite frankly, I feel like they've kind of regressed quite a bit, uh, thanks to, you know, uh, social media and, you know, not having to actually interact with humans and talk on the phone, etc. But, you know, that clue, that hint, how can I help? would be such a helpful thing to start implementing in our day-to-day interactions with people when they encounter struggles. So that's my challenge for you uh, this week. When someone comes to you and they have a problem before you rescue them, why don't you ask what looks the most like help to you? How can I bless you? What, What do you need from me? Do you want me to help you come up with a solution or do you want me to listen And whatever it is they need, be ready to meet that need. Make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. Have a good one, everybody.